liftoff and the clock has started. And welcome to That Pixel Life. This is episode 281, recording February 12th, 2024. My name is Zach Anderson, and this week we are going to be talking Super Bowl trailers. We're going to be bantering around what we've been playing. Uh, we've got some spoiler zone lined up and what other antics we can find to get ourselves into while we do this. I have with me, as always, Shannon Roto-Rooter Moore. I don't even want to know. Don't. You don't want to know about your boy's health? Like I, t- I'm, I'm at that age now. I got a colonoscopy uh, set up this week. Like you know, it's it's. Gonna, I'm gonna be a little lighter on my feet. A little, little extra pep in my step, I guess. Yeah, you but, know, I'm, I'm at the age. I'm at the age myself, where I just want to know if shit went bad. Otherwise, <laughs> I've just everything's fine. I don't need to know the pro. I know the processes. I don't need to know when you're doing these processes. Just. <laughs> You know, well, it it's so it's kind of funny because it's kind of like so I get so I go in for the procedure on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Thursday is going to be the shits. Uh, no, no pun intended. Um, but then right after that, like I come home, I get to relax for a minute, and then I get on a plane and I fly down to Palm Springs for the weekend. So, you know, well, at least you'll have that. Uh that swim body ready because you'll have lost <laughs> yeah. 10 pounds this week. So yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering if I'm going to like rival like Al Capone, like, and just have like the, like, you know, the, uh, what, cause it was that they found like what 10 pounds of meat in his yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like, exactly. That's, that's, with the super bowl feast that I had yesterday, I'm going mean, to, I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a dent in that. <laughs> dude, you've been, you've been stacking chips cause you had like the taco bar, and then there was the next weekend you got into something. I forget what it was. But then Super Bowl, I know my boy goes hard in those streets. Uh, Super Bowl time. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. Especially so, since I know I'm going to lose like 10 pounds because I'm all going to have I'm going to have to get it all out. Right. So yeah. Like, you know, put it all in right now, dude. <laughs> You're like, I'm already going to be in hell. So I might as well just, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like everybody's got to suffer. If I'm going to suffer, everybody, I'm taking everybody else down with me. <laughs> Speaking of which, we have another person suffering on this call. Uh, Justin, you can tune a guitar, but you can't tune a fish, Carter. How it's you, your boy. Yeah, you know, shout outs to Shannon. You know, getting a colonoscopy and then going to Palm Springs. He's going from one <laughs> shithole to another. <laughs> Damn. Wow. People in Palm Springs are about ready to take up arms against you right that now. Shots fired. <laughs> That's fine. I've never been. If but- those octogenarians <laughs> knew how to use podcasts, they'd be so mad. Uh, man, no. Uh, you know, I've been doing good, though. I, I had tuna melts for dinner tonight. Um, and it reminded me of uh, one time it was like, had to have been eight years ago at this point, Megan was, uh, at class or whatever. And she was her night class and she was coming home and she's like, can you start the tuna melts? And I'm like, yeah. So cooked them, did where she came home. She's like, great. I'm starving. Took a bite into it. And she's like, dude, like why, why does this taste weird? 
I'm like, I don't, I thought it tasted fine. And she's please, like, what? Please. T- um, okay. She's, no, finish up. So, yeah. yeah. So she's like, what, like, what did you do to the tuna melt? And I'm like, I, I followed the steps. Like there's only like three steps to making a tuna melt. And I'm like, it's not that I'm like, I took the tuna out and she's like, okay. I'm like, I mixed it with the sour cream. And she's like, and there it is. <laughs> she's like, you used sour cream, did you? And I was like, well, yeah. And she's like, it's mayo, you fucking dumbass. And I'm like, it literally tasted fine to me, but apparently, you know, tuna and sour cream was not the recipe for tuna melts. Have you always cooked tuna melts with sour cream? So, to be fair, up until that point, Megan is always the one that made the tuna melts. That was my first time doing it. And I just knew, I was like, yeah, you know, something white from the fridge, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, hey, sour cream, that must be it. And I just grabbed it. Um, uh, but- I 1,000% thought this story was going in a direction of you opened a can of cat food instead of tuna fish. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Luckily, Oswald's always eaten dry food. Like, no, we're not a wet, a wet, a wet (laughs) cat food (laughs) type of house over here. No wet food over here. That wet. Uh, (laughs) Wet ass cat food. Um, The, okay, so, so, Shannon, are you a tuna melt person? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. Fish and cheese just are not a combination for me. I can't. Then I've I've tried mo- like even a like crab quesadilla. I can't really get with. No, I See, mean I'll eat I'll eat it if it's there, but like then I'll never order it. You know. Yeah, seafood. Um, with like. Yeah, it's just I don't know what it is about the combination of seafood and, and like mayo and like he- heat. Like, I it's like seafood my, and I like, cheese. It's yeah. it's really cheese. Yeah. I don't it's know seafood gr- and it's a grilled cheese with some tuna in the middle. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound good. No, like, it's 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 horrible. Like I understand what it is, okay. just <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm well, not mystified on the process. Sour cream in it, all right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're not wrong. You, you, you obviously did not know what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. Clearly, <laughs> uh, it's just like the one time when I went to do dishes and I accidentally, I just like loaded the dishwasher. I just squirted a shit ton of uh, Dawn dish soap into the thing and then ran it, and it flooded the kitchen with bubbles. I was, I was about to say, I, I know that flooded your whole kitchen floor. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it was like right before bed too. So then like got up to get water at like 10 PM and it was running and came out and I was like stepping in water. I was like, Oh no. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I read these things on online sometimes, you know, and the whole, like how do men learn to live by themselves memes and stuff. And I'm like, whoever does this shit. And then I talked to Justin and I'm like, Oh, Oh, that's who does this stuff. Okay. Yeah, to be fair, a lot of it, like, I was, like, with the, when the dishwasher thing happened, I think I was, like, 21. Um, was it, and, like, first, first, first apartment stuff, or? Yes, and it was also because my parents, even though they had a dishwasher, always washed dishes by hand. Like, even to this day, I have a dishwasher, and I do the dishes by hand, like, mm. 99% of the time. So, it's, like, I never really used the dishwasher. Um, well, it's good to know you're wasting all of the water from the Colorado river, you know, that's feeding Arizona. So it's great. Yeah. yeah. My, my, I'll tell you, my mom, uh, she thinks that the, uh, that she will do a better job washing the dishes than a dishwasher will. So, 
when I was growing up, like we would wash the dishes and like by hand and then put them in the dishwasher so they could finish up the job. Um, so my, my, if my dad taught me anything, he taught me this and I, it's, it's a mantra I carry to this day that if I own a dishwasher and I have to wash dishes before they go in the dishwasher. I am throwing that shit away and buying another dishwasher. Like, because why else am I taking up so much of my kitchen with this thing? I get and it. I was like, you know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. My mom used to give him a real hard time about it. Uh, we always had a very functional dishwasher. That's all I know. So, and uh, to this day, I, you know, I, I will remove the big chunks of rice or stuff that my kids leave behind because I don't want things getting clogged. But yeah, I don't pre-wash anything. It just goes in the dishwasher. Like, wow. And you if must have a very good dishwasher. It's nice. It is nice. It's powerful. I like it. Nice. That bitch gets boiling hot, you know? I We do not have a dishwasher. Well, yeah, you, you barely have two outlets to rub together. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. You need 3D and, print yourself a dishwasher. And at this point, I'm too afraid to run a dishwasher because a pg e would probably charge me like $300. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have to take out like a new mortgage just to wash a couple plates. <laughs> got to come over. Plates are going to be hanging by the line out in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah, He's like, like sun dry. Yeah. It's the only way. He's like, in our house, we use the Dixie silverware. <laughs> <laughs> yeah at least i know that's gonna re- we could recycle that jesus christ zay company's over break out the chinette <laughs> <laughs> bring out that nice solo cup <laughs> it's got that fancy flower design on it yeah. um i don't know why we became weirdly southern there but you yeah, know it's been hanging around the trailer park too much yeah, yeah, we're, gonna be, yeah. yeah we're gonna be hanging out there in a little bit that guy's super excited to have us back so, uh, yeah, your, your Super Bowl journey, Shin. Yeah. Bro, like I ate my feelings last night. It's, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It was, uh, it, it was a rough game. Um, it was a know. great game. It, it was to be close. fair. It was a great game. Yeah. It, it, it just, was, it didn't go our way. Uh, my son wound up in tears. It was the first oh. real heartbreaking loss of his life, you know? And it's like, well, cause like when the sharks lost the finals, he was too young. Yeah. to really know. And like the last time the Niners lost Super Bowl four years ago, he was too young. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the age my daughter is now who didn't care. Like he didn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he's old enough. He's been following it. He's into it. He got up in the hype mm-hmm. and they barely lost. And that was crushing. And it was one of those life teaching moments of, Hey man, this is sports. Nothing's that serious. Nothing's that it, it sucks, but like nothing's that important. It's just, it's just football, dude. It happens. Now, do you th- like, yeah, I think, yeah, it was, it was, it was rough, bro. Like, you know, there were a lot of, a lot of people got into this game, like a lot more oh, than yeah. they should have. I think a lot of people were like, I, I, I haven't been this heavily invested in a while, you know, like I even caught myself being like, wow, like I'm really, really invested in this game like more than i have ever been invested and i don't necessarily know why i think it was because like we had such a good team and like i thought that this was going to be like our year we -hmm. came out in like the first two quarters and like we looked better well and Um, the Chiefs were just self-destructing left and right and you're like oh i think this is it i think we got it and then you know what it was it was that 
punt return. Mm-hmm. And that was the one touchdown they had, and that was the one play they needed, and that was the game. It was that the was the game. Special teams, because that's what got us the last time we were there. That there was that there was that botched uh, punt. Yep, but it was. Uh, it I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I feel I feel really bad for that dude who hit off him because I guarantee he never even saw it. He probably didn't even know it hit him. You know what I mean? And it's one of those like that. That's when you, when you're playing an opponent that good, those little things are the things. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we'll be back, you know, hope, hopefully this team sticks around for a couple more years and, and, you know, we have a chance to go back and enjoy better times, but you know, we don't get to hear that banger of a, of a, of a song that Taylor Swift would have dropped if like her and Kelsey got into like a huge battle, like an argument like that yeah. night and like they broke up and you know, whatever. But I, think she, I, I, I wonder if she'd be petty enough to call it like you dropped the ball. Oh, like yeah. There would have been, a, there would have been some for There would have been some uh, football reference. Yeah. That would have been great. You fumbled the bag, you know, something, something <laughs> like that. Um, So I spent my weekend sick as hell. No way, really? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, felt a little off Friday night. Nothing bad. Just like more like, man, I wonder if I'm just super tired or something. Went to bed early. Woke up Saturday, still not feeling great. And had the like, ah, damn it. I bet I'm getting the kids cold. Something like that. But still didn't feel awful. Took my daughter to gymnastics and was standing there. And all of a sudden was just shivering. It like standing <laughs> standing in gymnastics in this heated lobby shivering mm. and was like, Oh no. Went to, went to the bathroom, looks at my, look in the mirror. I'm pale as shit <laughs> with like dark eyes. And I'm like, I look like a fucking zombie. Like, holy <laughs> shit. And I'm shivering. I get home. I have a 102 degree fever. Oh snap. Yeah. Like it came on like a freight train. Uh, so yeah, drank a ton of water and just, stayed in bed like passing out intermittently for the next 16 hours and then uh yeah by like sunday morning though i i i didn't feel great but i felt okay didn't have fever anymore and and now i feel pretty fine i'm still kind of tired but other than that i feel pretty fine and it's like just whatever i had had to burn the hell out of me for uh, 24 hours and i think i'm all right now but yeah, it's weird. Those like those twenty four hour bugs just kind of come on, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I would probably say that's been like the majority of my illnesses over the past couple of years. Like since post COVID, it's been like one day you just, dude, just you feel like you have a gorilla or an elephant just sitting on mm. you, and like you're just like, bro, I gotta just sleep it off, and then you're unconscious for like twenty four hours, and you wake up the next day, and you're like, I feel better. That was weird. You know, it's almost like what they say the vaccines are supposed to do. <laughs> So maybe that was it. Who knows? <clears throat> maybe, maybe. But uh, yeah. So that was my weekend. Not it was not a good f- food filled love fest or shame fest as it was in your world. But hopefully you had good stuff. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of pizza, mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of meatballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made some buffalo chicken dip. Hell yeah! Yeah. Um, so there I mean, it is. I mean, we had like a seven layer bean dip that was pretty epic. Uh, I mean, there was a lot of chips, a lot of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, beverages to be had. 
um, you know, tried a, uh, there was a, what the, the people's houses, uh, house that we went to, they had this whiskey mule in a can kind of thing. Interesting. And, um, so I had one of those, that was my one free drink for the night and, uh, it was rather tasty. So, um, so yeah, it was a, it was a good, it was a good event. Um, I left with a very happy tummy and, uh, this morning it was, I mean, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was a rough morning, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Justin, did you, uh, my, my favorite part, Justin, is that Shannon never learns. No, no, bro. Just, like every weekend, every weekend. I'll give it to him though. He he did the one free drink. Like he learned in that regard. Like, he, did. he didn't get too wild. The food part, but I feel like because of the drink, he overcompensated with the food. Right, and then that right. Just led to further disaster. <laughs> bro, I eat my feelings. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me being the sports guy, I am. Mm-hmm. You know I watched the game, man, dude. Luckily, Nickelodeon put me on, man. They had Sandy Cheeks hosting the Super Bowl. You know, she really broke it down for me, like what was happening on the field and stuff. Uh, I'll, uh, you you laugh. My kids love those broadcasts. Actually, they're super good for children because they no. actually do go it well. And maybe yourself, they do go in depth of like, yeah, this is what this rule means. This is why this is happening. And they explain it in a way that like my 10 year old will absolutely understand it. Well, yeah, dude. And you got, you know, sweet victory during the halftime show. And the, you got the Taylor Swift cam that like constantly <laughs> panning over there. <laughs> um, so with you guys, the halftime show, right? Yeah. Usher went over very well. Mm-hmm. People, people really like the halftime show. Mm-hmm. The biggest pop in my watching party was when Ludacris showed up. <laughs> yeah, it was. Everybody and, was and as everybody. soon as Ludacris like everyone's like, oh and like singing <laughs> his entire part, you know, like along with him. And it was just one of those I'm sitting there like, now with this lineup and all these hits in 2024, I would have never expected <laughs> Ludacris to be the thing that like everyone blew up for. Now, was that Jermaine Dupree that was out there in that short like yeah thing? Yeah, because <laughs> I, I was really- like, I was like, who is that guy? And I was like, oh wait, I think that's Jermaine Dupree. Like, I haven't seen him in 20 years. I felt really bad that half the people in the room thought it was CeeLo. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's that's rough. Uh, <laughs> I mean, right? Like, and the thing is, is once I said it, I'm like, yeah, I can see it. I can totally see it. Like, I, I can see how you got there. That's awful. Um. It, it was funny uh, because I went over to, we went over to my parents and, you know, I brought the stuff. We made some country fried steak for dinner mm-hmm. with some green beans and nice. potatoes and uh, whatever. And it was funny, like, because they had the game on. And my dad, we were playing cards and stuff in the dining room, like when it started. And my dad's like, who is that like singing right now or whatever? And my mom went out to smoke and she's like, I don't know. It's like some jackass with a bunch of shit all over his face. I'm like, okay, so it's Post Malone. <laughs> yeah. like, all right. <laughs> and just no idea who that is. I, I, I did say on Twitter, but it does make me laugh when you get a room full of people or like Post Malone does national things and you get the reaction from a large group of people all at once that like, Oh, he actually like can play and sing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, he's actually like a legitimate good musician, <laughs> but he looks like such a fucking clown that no one thinks he can, or it's just <laughs> like, 
oh, this guy's like a TikTok, you know, algorithm creation type type artist. But it's like, no, 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 he's he's actually pretty good. And, and it's always entertaining to watch people discover that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's a uh, his his like covers of like some Nirvana songs. Like, like, I think during like COVID, he would do yeah. like, these like he, mini concerts. The Nirvana and, like, one yeah. was awesome. Yeah, like it his heart-shaped really box, good. like, I mean, that was, like, really good. Um, So, I yeah, I think... St- I still watch that from time to time. Oh, no like, shit? Just, uh, yeah, because he has the whole thing up on YouTube. It's it's good background music. Yeah, it's fun. It's really good covers. He's good. I just, you know, I just uh, wish he wasn't wearing a Cowboys jacket, but, you know. I thought it was we the Seahawks. I thought no, it was Seahawks. Cow- oh. Well, it was, well he, he, put on, he put on the Cowboys one, like, later on, like, when he okay. was back, like, not in front of the cameras anymore. We all, we all got our teams, well, man. Yep. Well, I want to say he's also from Texas, isn't he? He is. He yeah. Is. So, I mean, that checks. Like, I don't think he was I mean, trying to be disrespectful. I mean, you know, we uh, we all have our faults. <laughs> yeah, nobody's perfect. Speaking of someone that isn't perfect, Justin, I think we need to go see our boy at the trailer park. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think we do. Oh, I missed you boys. Like I, I had this whole thing. Like I was talking like for Taylor Swift and like I had a blank space joke, but I, I, I fumbled it. And uh, <laughs> I think I had some other cool things that I was going to talk about, but I'm just so excited to have you guys. We got some quality trailers this week. I mean, whole new trailer. You could live here for weeks talking about the trailers that we got. Why don't you sit down by the campfire? I'll get you a tuna milk, Justin, because I like tuna milks too. And we can just have ourselves a nice little discussion about this little this little trailer called Deadpool and Wolverine. Yeah. So that was uh, real early in the game. We got the commercial for Deadpool 3, which is now Deadpool and Wolverine officially. Um, and uh, it was like the commercial was basically a couple quick cuts. Hey, trailer's online. So I immediately go online and the trailer was not online. But then about, <laughs> an, but then about 20 minutes later, it was um, and watched it and uh, the hype levels, the hype levels, gentlemen, nigh unseen in these parts since like the glory MCU days. I, I can't begin to express it. Uh, I am so excited for this. Like, I was a little thrown off when I, because I started watching the trailer, and I was a little thrown off by like the the hairpiece and like everybody who was like dead is back. And I was like, oh, okay, well, he had the timepiece thing, right? So he's just in an alternate timeline, or is this a variant of the Deadpool that we know that's in a different space, mm-hmm. right? Questions abound, right? Then all of a sudden, you know, I'm starting to see other images. Like now all of a sudden, like I'm looking online and people are talking about like Daniel Radcliffe showing up as a version of Wolverine and Lady Deadpool showing up and like all these other people like look, they're speculating Loki's going to make an appearance. Like, what do you guys want to see? Justin, what do you want to see in this movie? So what I really want to see and what I've kind of hypothesized that Deadpool 3 was going to be from the beginning is essentially Deadpool killing off the Fox universe, <laughs> which is what I really want. Like, I want to see Chris Evans as Human Torch. Like, I want to see him, like, murder the Fantastic Four. Like, I want to see Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider. Like, I really want... Uh, I know in the they showed it really briefly, and I didn't know who the dude was, but I guess that was, like, one of the guys in the trailer was Pyro from X-Men yeah. Apocalypse and stuff. So it's like, okay, I think we're going to get 
some of the other like mutants and stuff from like the early X-Men trilogy. Uh, and it, it's like what I'm really hoping it is, is I'm hoping they do what everyone thought multiverse of madness was going to be like, I hope they're like, all right, like fuck it. Like, you know, Marvel's go, let's just have fun with it. Like do whatever, like make it real fucking weird. Like, you know, if they're going to throw a bunch of cameos and fucking do whatever with all these, like, you know, bring Ben Affleck or whatever is fucking Daredevil. Like, bring oh, that would be so good. <laughs> like, it'd be great. I mean, Electra. Yeah, all he's, that stuff. he's not above making fun of himself. We saw that in the the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. But uh, you know, it would be fun to see him come back and and do something like that. I th- I believe you mean the Dunk Kings commercial. Yes. Yeah, the volume was down uh, for that one. Like there was a lot of commotion going on at the time, so I did not get to hear the full commercial. But it was pretty good. It was pretty good. But I, I, I think you're on to something, Justin. I could absolutely see them using Deadpool as a. So this is how we clean it all up. Like we're just gonna go and murder everything and get back to one timeline, which is the whole TVA part of it. Yeah, which is like, incredibly smart on their yeah. fact that they're tying that in. I'm like, okay, they're latching on to Loki, which is like one of the like good final things is hanging on in there. Exactly. Like, All right, run with it. <laughs> yeah, when that when they popped up, when that popped up, I was like, you son of a bitch, I'm in. Yep. <laughs> you know, I was yep. like, I'm on board. Like whatever, like you guys got the writing, you guys got the right script, you got the right idea. Let's let's do this. Let's see where this goes. And he's just so good as Deadpool, like. I'm sitting there watching and half the lines. I'm just cackling to myself, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's so good. Well, yeah, just, especially like, I just like that. He's not afraid to break the fort. Like when he's like, Oh dude, he's like, well, I'm used to pegging. He's like, this is the first one. <laughs> and then just deadpan looks at the camera. Yeah. yeah I'm Marvel <laughs> Jesus. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I like that. He's just like fully committed to just like being a dick. I love it. <laughs> Can I get a hand? Nope. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> So I did see it hypothesized though, kind of going off what you were saying with the Radcliffe part, like when it shows the patch Logan, like Madripoor, you know, from the back that like, that's going to be someone else, mm-hmm. you know? And like, that's a different person. And since Madripoor was introduced in Jesus, was it She-Hulk or was it Falcon Winter? So I forget, mm-hmm. but it Madripoor exists in the MCU. It's one of those, like, is this where they introduce the MCU's Wolverine? Cause you, you gotta imagine this is it for Hugh Jackman, right? Like for sure, right? I mean, like is, the, the, I mean, because they still have to explain why he's alive, right? Because he died in Logan, right? So Well, but now that you have the TVA, they just yeah. pulled him out of another time. Well, that's what I'm saying, is yeah. like now the obvious thing is he's a variant, right? So mm. you know, the, they gotta tie up that loose end, especially like if you have Deadpool tying up all the loose ends of like, for the TV, yeah. right? So like that's just going to come down to the the end of the movie, and there's going to be some you know epic way of dealing with that. But I mean, all in all, like I am so jazzed for this, right? So jazzed. I just wonder if we get the new set of mutants at the end of this, or through the course of this, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's just a, it's a way I could see where they could get him in, you know, I think that would be your bonus like 
sequence at the end, right? Because, like, I mean, we could talk about this a little later, like, because mm-hmm. like, we watch the Marvels, right? And, like, yeah. we have our take on that. But, like, the at bonus credit scene there was basically, mm-hmm. you know, Beast in, like, you know, in, in Spectrum in a different timeline in a, you know, parallel universe, right? So it'd be interesting to see if they could tie that together, too. But who knows? I mean, they, they have knows? a lot of yeah. plate spinning, right? I mean, like, you can't fumble it on Deadpool, right? Like, Deadpool... I feel is like your like saving grace. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like you want to start your next phase off. This is, this is where you do it. This is your jump off point. hundred percent. hundred percent. So, uh, but yes, day one, day one. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out there day one, but I will be upset if I don't get to see it in the first weekend that it comes out. I'll tell you that. I mean, you're going to have to, it's just, (laughs) You're going to be like Neo dodging spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to mute everything on my timeline. Uh, I'll just be like, you know what? Don't show up for a recording because me and Justin are talking. And <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not dancing around this. I'll, and then I'm just going to make up lies and stuff to convince you. I'm like, dude, it was crazy, man. Jeff Bridges came out as old man Logan. <laughs> and there's yeah. this big fight scene and just like make up. Mephesto was actually there and they made a joke about it. <laughs> now, see, I could actually see that. I can totally see that because that was, you know, that was that whole thing was happening while they were probably writing the script for this. Yeah. They're like, it's Mephesto. And then Deadpool's like, no, we're not doing this shit. And just like pushes them through a <laughs> yeah. fucking door. He's like, that's already been done. Ralph Boner shows up, but it's actually <laughs> Quicksilver. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, they are. They, I mean, I, I heard news this week that they uh, that they signed Pedro Pascal to be uh, Reed Richards for mm-hmm. a new Final Fantasy IV. Mm-hmm. So Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Fantasy was it? Did I say Final Fantasy? Fantasy Fantastic <laughs> Four. Fantastic Four. Man, I'm dude, sorry. I'm still, I'm still reliving. Uh, the- so now I kind of want to watch Final Fantasy IV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they um, so they got him signed, right? So it would be a good time to bring in Doctor Doom, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. you could kind of leak it, right? Maybe. Well, especially if they do a whole like battle world type thing, which it seems like is like the set with the whole huge 20th century Fox logo in the background. And all <laughs> yeah. That. Like, you know, I want to know who the big bad is in that scene. Right. Because you don't see him. Yeah. Like you don't see who it is. You just see him get punched through a wall. And Maybe then he's doom. Maybe. Maybe Thanos is back. Or it could just hilarious. or it could just be him fighting Wolverine. Yeah. Wolverine just put him through a wall. Mm. Or Sentinel. <laughs> it's Grey Hulk, the one we haven't seen yet. Um <laughs> It's uh it's god damn it, the it's uh <laughs> Edward Norton as Hulk. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Vinny Jones is Juggernaut from mm. X-Men 3. That was, that's a good that's a deep cut. I take yeah. that. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> you know who I am. <laughs> uh, for those that weren't on in the halcyon days of the internet, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Man, one of the best <laughs> early memes. <laughs> Charles! Charles! <laughs> oh, so good. Do some Googling, kids. It's worth your time. Um, uh, so... Yeah, following up that though, yeah, they made another twister. Except now it's called Twisters, and I, why, bro? Like, why? 
So I will say I am like if I had to pick between them doing a sequel and doing like a reboot, I think I'd almost prefer them doing the sequel than trying to just do a reboot of the first one. I hope the sequel dives into how people can survive and <laughs> the hand finger of God tornado being strapped to a pipe with a leather belt like that. That would be great. <laughs> Dude, did you see that truck? It like staples itself to the ground. Uh, yeah, I did. I did enjoy, though, them bringing <laughs> out the tornado tracking like little spheres that are in the big tube mm-hmm. from the first movie. I was, that was the moment I'm like, oh, that's the thing I remember. I was like Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the TV. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that. That's the thing. But at this, but at the same time, in like what twenty years, like the technology hasn't improved enough to like I don't know, put a drone up there or something. <laughs> Bro, I'm not here for your fancy science. Mm, yeah, okay. this one's gonna have two cows in a tornado. <laughs> if they don't say, if they don't drive through a house or drive through a storm and say we have debris, I'm gonna be a little upset. I mean, they just kind of shouted at each other, debris. Mm-hmm. But like, I need to hear the line. We have debris. <laughs> Well, I mean, the line is, we've got cows, like super deadpan. <laughs> but but uh, uh, I'm not I'm not thrilled, um, you know. Yeah, I, not not high on my list of uh, list of must see TV or movies there, I must say. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude's got it. That dude's going to be like Helen Hunt's like son, right? Like he's just carrying on the family business of tornado tracking. Hopefully we get another Goo Goo Dolls banger on the soundtrack. <laughs> I think that was the only reason. No, uh, there was a Lisa Loeb song on that one, too, on that on that track. On wow, that one, was there? There was. All I, I remember is uh, Long Way Down mm-hmm. by the Goo Goo Dolls. That's the oh, only sure. cut I remember off that. Yep. Justin is now furiously Googling to find out who the Goo Goo Dolls even are. No, um, I know who the Goo Goo Dolls are. I was trying to see, uh, I was looking up the soundtrack for, uh, yeah, it was Long Way Down by Goo Goo Dolls. But the other one that Shannon was talking about, Lisa Loeb How by Lisa Loeb. Uh-huh. She was big on the one word song titles, you know, Stay, <laughs> How. Mm-hmm. No One Needs to Know by Shania Twain was also on the soundtrack. Don't know it, but that tracks. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> 90 soundtracks, man. What a wild time. Wild yeah. West out there. I was going to say, you want to talk wild soundtracks. That Spawn soundtrack in the 90s was nuts. <laughs> oh, dude. No, the Judgment Night soundtrack walked so Spawn could run. Like, that was... <laughs> Public um, Enemy and Anthrax, Bring the Noise? Hell yeah, dude. What was yeah. it? Uh, it was Metallica and Crystal Method. No, it was Filter and Crystal Method, wasn't it? Filter and Crystal Method, Trip Like I Do. Yeah, that was yeah. the spawn. And then the Marilyn Manson uh, Sneaker Pimp song, Long Way Oh, yeah, that hell. was good too. That was a good one. That was a good one. Dude, um, I was just say, speaking of Metallica, I know we're gonna talk about it a little later, but dude, during a Blue Eyes Samurai during the the castle raid when Metallica started playing, I was physically <laughs> punching my leg. I was so excited. I was like, "Dude, this is awesome!" Uh, a good Metallica drop still hits. Mm-hmm. It really does. You know, they 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 got the riffs sometimes. The power of the riff compels them. 
Yeah, sometimes, you know, even a garbage can gets a steak every once in a while. <laughs> wow. All right. Ultimate 90 soundtrack, Shannon. Go. Ultimate 90 best, soundtrack. Best 90 soundtrack in your estimation. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do America. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to contemplate this for a little bit. That, that's a ooh. banger, bro. I mean, it's got like. Rob Zombie. It's got Nirvana on it too, right? Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nirvana. I think yeah. A couple. Yeah, there was there was some there was some good songs on that on that. Uh, is it the Nirvana song "I Hate Myself and I Want to Die"? I think Isn't it is. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I. I mean, the Crow soundtrack hits hard. <laughs> it oh, that is a good one. That is good. And it's like you know you got. The Rollins band doing Ghost Rider, which is really good. Uh, Demon Knight, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight soundtrack. Can I can I get you on that one? A little Machine Head, little Grave Diggers, little Pantera. Oh, that was a good one. It was a good. It was good, but it wasn't. Sepultura it wasn't like- doing Policia. Yeah, huh? that was huh? that, that was a hard one. That was a hard one to to keep on rotation in my house because, like, you know, I would Fair. play it on my huge speakers, and my parents would be like, "Turn that shit off." Yeah, <laughs> ochre. Crow City of Angels. Yeah, that's that's the one. I, well, I thought the one I thought you were talking about. When no, you no, 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 no. There was the Crow, the OG Crow okay. one that has like Nine Inch Nails, Dead Souls, mm-hmm. and Jesus and Mary Chain. Jesus Lizard, Mary Jane, and uh, all that. And then there's Crow City of Angels, which is like whole gold dust woman mm. and and so on and so forth. Hmm. Yeah. The 90s were a good soundtrack period. Hell yeah, they were. They were that wonderful. Is a, that's an interesting list that we would have to put together. I'll tell you that much. Singles? Singles? Oh. Hell? hell of a yeah. soundtrack? God damn it. That was a good one, too. It's got Alice in Chains wood on there. Mm-hmm. That's where I got into Alice in Chains. Oh, from that soundtrack? Mm-hmm. Wood is a hell of a song. Mm-hmm. Ominous as hell when you listen for the, to it now. For the longest time, I thought that it was Stone Temple Pilots that sang wood. For the longest time. I couldn't figure out who it was. And then I was just like, oh, it's not them. Okay, cool. Well, it's funny. That, but it's funny because like the, the thing is always everyone confused STP and Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. Because really? Co- well, if you listen to Core mm-hmm. and Ten, like back to back, Scott Weiland's doing his best Eddie better. <laughs> I mean, by the time Purple comes around, they sound very different. Mm-hmm. But Core is very betterish. I get it. I can see that. But yeah, still Alice in Chains. Always thought it was Alice in Chains. Yeah. Core still goes. By the way, that's a so hell of an hard. album. Yeah, Dude. that's a hell of an album. I st- we- yeah, it's fucking. Justin is so lost. He's yeah, he so is. lost. No, I'm here. I'm letting you guys nerd out. You know, my I, I was trying to think of for me like a '90s soundtrack, but you know, because I was born in 1990, <laughs> like the only one that came to mind that I had like the actual album for the movie soundtrack was the South Park movie. Because I mean, Uncle Fucker <laughs> hits hard. Um, so. Uncle Fucker goes. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 But then, and then I was looking at this. I was like, "Oh, dude, I really like this." It's not technically '90s. It's early mm-hmm. 2000s. But man, dude, the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack. <laughs> oh <laughs> I, I yeah. Go to sleep. 
uh follow me gangster with 50 cent yeah dude i said i'll listen to go to sleep all the time i'll be like i'm like die motherfucker die (laughs) thumbs up bitch close your eyes (laughs) yes it's so good uh the angriest of eminem at that at that point yes it was good stuff (sighs) god damn (laughs) <laughs> are we still doing the show are we still podcasting um I, yeah. yeah sorry guys yeah. sorry not sorry sorry not sorry um okay were there, were there any other trailers i don't remember what we're doing is there, no, was, there any other was, trailers it was, it was twist it, twister and and uh oh the a quiet place um oh yeah oh, yeah like day, the one. day one day, day one. one that was it yeah that looks good I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's more a quiet place. You like a quiet place. That's going to be your jam. I uh, informed my family that they would all be dead because they're the loudest group of humans <laughs> you've ever seen in your life. And my wife looks over at me and goes, well, I'd be first. And I'm like, yeah, you probably would. And she's like, you, she said you and Evelyn would probably ha- stand a chance once uh, me and Jonathan got taken. And I'm like, yeah, okay. You're probably right. <laughs> You guys got it all played out. Yeah. Like, ah, those are the two loudest human beings, my wife and my son, man. (laughs) Yeah, I could, I could definitely see us hiding, and then my son being like, "But why?" And then snatch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was fun while it lasted, guys. Turns on the Mario Kart track. It's like, here we go, and you're like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Well, that was uh, that was what I told him. I'm like. You want to know how you how you die in this world? And he goes, "How?" And I said, "By you looking at me, going, I am whispering." <laughs> God dang, so true. My, my wife thought it was hilarious. He not so much. Not him not so much. But <laughs> she was she was cracking up. Uh, <laughs> that's what counts. Um, <laughs> You know, hey, sorry that you're loud. And sorry I said you're loud. <laughs> Call me back when I lied. Um, parents, a child's first bully. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, shit. Good times. Anyway, uh, yeah, quiet, quiet Place looks good. Uh, oh, did they ever make another, what was that, Bird Box? Not the one you can't speak, but the one you can't see. The Sandra. Oh no. They, no, they never made one. Of those. Okay, because there's two quiet places, right? Yeah. Now? Yes, yeah. there is two. So this will be the third. Yes. All right. Gotcha. <sighs> All right. Well, I don't really know how we got off on. That was a random '90s music tangent. Um, by the way, if anyone wants to hear more of that, just send in questions. I can talk about that type of shit for. <laughs> hours and i'm sure no one will because no one wants to hear that again um <laughs> justin's like please don't uh, <laughs> like i just i just feel like i'm sitting here with two old men um, back in my day oh 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 shannon speaking of 90s music sorry uh sorry justin uh so i got a record i got a record player for christmas right Yes, and I uh, got all my old vinyl down, and uh, our mutual friend Mike, uh, who's a listener, hi Mike, um, he's like, "Hey, get on Discogs," and it's like this app, 
and you can scan in the barcodes and it'll tell you what the record is and like you add it to like your virtual collection but it lets you keep track of like everything you got right okay and part of that is it also has like a marketplace built in so you could like sell them if you wanted to or see or buy it if you wanted to that sort of thing so i'm scanning in all these records uh and i get to i have a copy of tools anemia Mm-hmm. that I got when I was in high school. And remember when Urban Outfitters had the like record frames? Yeah. So I bought vinyl not having <laughs> not having a record player, <laughs> but I had the record frames. So mm-hmm. I would hang them up like artwork, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's why I had it. I scan it in and it's like, oh, there's some on sale for $1,800. Holy and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and so I, I take a screen cap and I send it to Mike and I'm like, that can't be right. Right. Like that's, this is wrong. Or this is, this isn't what I have. And he's like, well, no, it's probably not what you have, but uh, take the, take the vinyl out and actually look at what's stamped on the vinyl. Like there's numbers on the vinyl itself. Like put that into Discogs and it'll tell you what the actual record you have is. Right. So I do that and, oh, sorry. It was like, no, this record's like $1,300, right? Mm -hmm. So I put those numbers in and then it spits out, oh, this one's like (laughs) $1,800. I'm like, what? And apparently it's this like unicorn ass album that they made a super small run of in like 1998. And I just happened to have it because I bought it to hang on my wall. How dope is that? Yeah. Like, how random is that? And, like, the ones I have that, like, I actually thought might be worth something. Or, sure, they're worth a little something. Like, I have some old Misfits albums and stuff like that. And they're worth, like, a hundred bucks each. Like, you know, which is the realm I was expecting when I'm thinking, oh, this might be worth something. I'm thinking around a hundred bucks, you know. Mm. But, yeah, $1,800. And, I mean, it's not in the best condition, but still probably looking around, probably still worth about a grand. That's insane. Right? So here's the question. Do you keep it or are you going to try to sell it? I mean, I'm not going to actively try to sell it at right now. Mm -hmm. That might change. Who knows? But like, I also would not turn down the money for it in a second. It's not like, no, (laughs) this means so much. It's set in my attic for 20 years. You know, like I don't, it's not like I'm going to be shedding tears to part with it. But, uh, I also would just go buy the reprint that's like 40 bucks with the profits and have an album that I listen to and have the money. So, mm-hmm. yeah, because you're like right now, you're probably afraid to even play it, right? Because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not too much touching money, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not even going to touch it. But yeah, I could not believe that. Dude, that's so funny because that reminds me of like earlier this week. I think I posted about it in the Discord where. I talked about it on the podcast before. I have the Star Wars Legos that have been like under my desk. I didn't think yeah, it'd yeah, been yeah. that long. I was like, and I was like, oh, dude, I wonder like which ones like I'm missing uh, in the set. And I was trying to look like up what ones I'm missing, only to find out like literally every single one, uh, except for like maybe one that's under my desk, was like Series One and has been uh, discontinued buy the lego store so they're not selling them anymore and i was like oh so like the boba fett one that i already put together they're like yeah that's like a hundred dollars 
and I was like, okay, like that's interesting. I was looking up some. It's like, okay, yeah, the stormtrooper one. It's like one thirty, and this, well, this like black tie fighter, whatever one with that was like a Target exclusive. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's four hundred dollars. Nice. And I was like, huh. I was like, that's uh, that's interesting. So I like dusted them all off and put them in the closet, and I'm like, these must have like <laughs> just been discontinued, like probably like either beginning of this year or maybe last year i don't know so i'm like let's see what this does i'm like i haven't built them in uh you know three four years so let's see in like another four or five years like what those are sitting at uh so i admire your patience and your ability to sit around and just watch that space you know <laughs> like that's that's not me like i'd be like i'm selling these right now <laughs> well yeah it was, it's either like hey sit there and watch i'm like or i wait and then i'm like i will literally just put together like two thousand dollars worth of like <laughs> yeah that's uh i i i made the mistake of going back and looking at some of the uh jurassic park sets that jonathan has opened and built <laughs> In the last, you know, six years or so, and been like, oh man, if we had just never opened that, god damn it. Like, some of those are worth so much money. Yeah. They were it's only crazy. made for a short time. Yeah. Uh, Gabe has a uh, Mini Cooper, like a 1960s Mini Cooper Lego set. Mm-hmm. And uh, we bought it for. I think we bought it for $100, and then they discontinued it. It's like $700 now. But yeah. Yeah. You know, we already have it built. It's sitting, you know, in the spare room, like just chilling. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm currently surrounded by built Lego sets <laughs> as we speak. But, oh, well, that's what they're there for, right? You're supposed mm-hmm. to build them. You're supposed to let children have fun with their toys. Mm-hmm. Don't let yeah, them grow uh, up and be weird like me. Yeah, Zay was like, uh, so when he's done with these, like, we're just going to donate them, right? And I was like, hell no. I was like, we got that 1969, like, GT350 Mustang. We got the <laughs> 1969 Z28 Camaro. We got this 1965, like, Mini Cooper. We got a 1984 Porsche. Like, we're keeping the cars. Yeah. You know? 100%. We're like, not for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I'm oh, sorry. Good. No, I was just going to say, I was like, knowing Gabe, I know. As a child, I sold all my Legos, my giant, like, Sterilite container of Legos for, like, $100. And I was like, dude, I am so fucking rich right now, like, <laughs> selling these Legos. And then, like, 18-year-old Justin's, like, sitting there staring at where they used to be. And I'm like, dude, I'm such a fucking idiot. Man. I should have <laughs> never sold those. Like, I can't even, like, get $100, $100 worth of Legos. is like, literally a Ziploc bag like this now, man. Yeah, I sold yeah. literally, like, thousands of dollars worth of Legos. <laughs> I can never get back. Like, the but old you... castle set shit. I'm like, dude, uh, regret. I was going to say, but you know that, like, uh, the peace of mind it brought my mom to clean it out of my house or to clean it out of my room was way more, was priceless compared to the, what they are now. Like, well, to her. Yeah, you, yeah like. you know, I had the OG like um, like transformers, like the metal ones, like the mm. actual metal transformers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the full series one, and they were all just given away. And I was like, man, if I had those now. <laughs> oh, uh, I have a whole set of like He Man figures mm-hmm. with Castle Grayskull. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. Good one. Like that would that would be some money these days. 
but at the same time, like, what are they supposed to do? Keep that shit forever? Like, yeah, it's not uh, like you know it's gonna play out, right? I mean, like, I still have yeah. a whole set of like Series One like Marvel collectors cards that are probably worth twenty dollars. The binder is probably worth more than the collection of cards I have is. Dude, I love those things though. <laughs> that is the most legit set. I love that set. I don't know. That set's rough. Like, I think the second set, like Mar- Series Two, like oh, Series Two is a better set, set, but. I love just the look of them. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's a total nostalgia thing. It totally Mm -hmm. just is of an era. It's like that era when I fell in love with comic books. Mm -hmm. And so it all just like melds together. And there's just something like, ah, I'm home again when I see them. (laughs) You know, it's series two was a way better set. A hundred percent. But yeah. But yeah, there's like a core memory unlocked when like, you look back at those cards. Yeah, I get it. Totally. That's why I love reading those, like, you know, the 1989 Marvel Universe handbook and, like, that Marvel Encyclopedia <laughs> book I showed you and stuff. It's just all these random little one-off characters that I just, you know, time has forgotten. And I'm like, oh, I have comics with that guy in it. I totally remember this. <laughs> it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're rambling because uh, I'm being sick as hell. I didn't play a whole lot. I'm hoping one of you played the Final Fantasy demo. Anyone? Anyone? Eh? Eh? Mm, I did not. Shannon. What? Shannon. Pal World's got its hooks in me deep. But yeah, it does. T- so deep you couldn't download the demo for Final Fantasy Seven. Yep. Shannon. I know, bro. Like I, I, I sat here. I am shocked and appalled both. I, I sat here. And I, ha- I was looking at my computer this weekend and I was like, I should get back into Power World for a little bit. And then I looked up and it was like six hours later and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's how my gaming time went this weekend. Um, I love I love Power World. Um, I've, I went down a deep, dark rabbit hole because now that I know how to make cakes and i can make them pretty fast like my mm-hmm. animals be fucking all the time so like you know i'm just i'm just caking up the the breeding pen right now and like i'm just got eggs all over the place um so i've made like you're, a super you were, you were double caked up on a <laughs> oh on a yeah Tuesday. like i was just like playing rihanna's cake in the background like watching <laughs> my animals get down but like uh yeah so like <laughs> So, <laughs> so yeah, so I got some, I got a super fast mount. I got some pretty rare like pals and I'm just going around kicking like people's teeth in right now. And it's fun. Um, still haven't gone to the rest of like the syndicate like places. Um, I'm just kind of, you know, trying to get like my base up. Cause now I got, t- uh, I don't have, uh, the machine gun turrets, but I got, uh, arrow turrets. So like. I basically have all my like little sheep guys like in like these little turrets alongside my base. So it's like the the people when they come in to raid it, they basically have to run the gauntlet of like sheep shooting arrows at them. Mm-hmm. And they just get murdered like every time. And it's so fun to watch those people like try to get into my base. Um, so, yeah, I can't wait for the machine guns. I got my first handgun uh, like it was schematic unlocked. So like now I'm like just I'm, like I'm running by on like my mount and I'm just like capping people as I'm <laughs> doing like drive bys and in, in power world. It's a it's a fun time, man. I'm having a I'm having a blast. Like so like yeah like thinking about other games right now like it's not really on my radar. I'm surprised. I'm I'm surprised that Final Fantasy didn't 
shock you out of your reverie? <clears throat> you know, maybe when it gets maybe maybe when the game's out and I start playing it and I'm like, oh, I was so wrong. <laughs> you know, um, I've never been more wrong. Yeah, no, I'm so sorry. Will you come? Will you take me back? And Final Fantasy is going to be like, yes, come back. Um, but yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I let you down. Well, you didn't let me down. I just was hoping someone would play it just so I'd know if I needed to. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, Justin. What did you, what did you play? Anything? Huh? So I, you know, Pal Pal World got its hooks in you. I'll tell you what, man, dude. Persona's got its hooks in me. <laughs> no way, really? Like yeah. even with all the even with all the dialogue, you're still in. So even with all the dialogue, I'm currently like 20 hours in. Um, I've been playing it a lot this week and, you know, it was one of those where I know last week I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know how long I'm going to play. I'm a, I'll tell you right now. I think I, I'm going to go the distance on this one. I, I think I'm going to finish it. Uh, I see it being a top contender on my remake list for this year. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, like, I don't know, like any. I've played twenty hours. I couldn't tell you like a single character's name in the game. Like I know, the only character I really remember is my main, the main character because you name him, which I named my character Darby Butterball. Um, so it's so funny because like, strong all name, the time, strong yeah, name. So like, all the time, like you know, they'll be talking and they'll be like Darby, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh yeah, that's me. <laughs> and then they'll be like Butterball Coon. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious <laughs> um but no the game's a lot of fun um like going through it's a nice it's a weird balance of like me like you go through the tower and you're like okay yeah i'm like fighting all these monsters and doing whatever but then you always get to a point where it's like oh this path is blocked until like the next full moon or whatever and then it's gonna unlock and that's like two weeks away or whatever, like in game time. And so it's like, okay, like there's not really a point now going through. I, I could go through the tower again and like grind for levels or personas or money or like whatever. But like I can't progress like further. So at that point, I'm like, okay, so that part's kind of done. So then for like two weeks in game, I focus on like doing the social aspects in the game. Like, oh, hanging out with this dude and building up our relationship. And like, it like makes some of my personas of like this type stronger. And then it's like, Oh, midterms are coming up in school. I'm like, I need to hit the library and do whatever to get my academics up. Because if I get a good grade and place in the top 10, I get like all this like bitching like items and shit from like the one chick that stays at the dorm. So I'm like, this balance i'm like oh now i need to do the eat the big belly burger fucking challenge or whatever and eat a bunch of cheeseburgers and do like my search history on google looks fucking <laughs> insane where i'm like this is persona weakness i'm like what do i have to do to get this person to like me i'm like what days can i do that like you know the algorithms got me man like youtube's like check out these persona three shorts or whatever like it knows what i want um but it's been a lot of fun. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. You you want to talk about search histories getting thrown out of whack, dude. I'm like, <laughs> how do you, <laughs> you know, breeding in Power World, like, is my thing right now. Like, 
what needs to bang to get this? <laughs> you know, like, how do I make cake? How do I make this? How do I do that? How, what needs to sleep with what? Like, where's where's this flying type? Like, you know, they're just uh, having a field day with my search history right now. So real quick, I will say I did have a funny moment in Persona 3. Like, there's a computer that you use and there's like a computer shop uh, in like one of the hub world things and you can buy software from there and it's like some of the software it's like oh we'll boost your courage or do what like they do different things and some of it's like at the beginning of the game when you have like no money like now i have like sixty thousand dollars whatever like none of that shit matters but when i have like <laughs> five thousand dollars and like some of the software is like two thousand like a piece and stuff i'm like i was trying to google like what the best software was so i'm like persona 3 best software like whatever and google's like yeah, you know, if you install the ISO on your PC or whatever, to, I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to pirate the game. I just want to know <laughs> in-game. So I'm like, Persona 3, best software in-game, whatever. And they're like, yeah, so running this on the PSX emulator, I'm like, God fucking damn it, dude. I'm like, I want to know in the goddamn game what software <laughs> is like the best to run. I'm not trying to pirate the fucking thing. Like, I just want to know in-game what this does and i just gave up i was just like dude i'll just come back and buy all of it like i don't fucking care <laughs> like i'm done trying to google this that's really funny <laughs> i'll buy all of it screw all of you yeah i was just like whatever whatever it does like i guess i'll spend the fucking 12k and just buy out the shop all right yeah last time i was playing power world it was basically just to clear the map i just wanted to see the whole map so so you I got the whole map cleared uh, I'm missing. I'm missing like a quarter of it at this point. But like, did you fly out to that like sanctuary place in the ocean? The, you mean the one where like if you go if you land on it, you're trespassing? Yeah, and everyone attacks and, you. Yeah, but... and then like I started murdering everybody, and I had I forgot I had my pal set to like be super aggressive, mm -hmm. and like he just started murdering people. And as like you murder people, like they get more and more uh, powerful. Yeah. And then I tried to run away, but like my wanted level was already like super high. So like people were like spawning in the water, like in the ocean, oh, to, like shoot my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. So yeah, then, I got I yeah, caught like a right. random like Elkhorn variant. Oh, nice. There, and how like, did you stay there long enough without getting triggered without somebody like catching you or like trespassing? Uh, I just happened to be on a beach that had like a couple pals on it and I didn't mm -hmm. realize what it was. Mm -hmm. and caught one and then went up to like the next cliff level mm -hmm. and that's when all hell broke loose <laughs> and i was like oh i need to leave i need to leave like right now but yeah i was like i wonder how you get here like what do, who do you have to like do you have to kill all the other syndicate bosses before you can maybe yeah something before that unlocks yeah but whatever i, I i'm yeah, it, I went. I tried to do the same thing. I was like, "Oh, I wonder what's over here. I wonder what's over there." That map is huge, it is and that's really what's big. that's what started me on the path of like, well, if I'm gonna unlock everything, I want a faster flying mount, right? So then I was like, "Okay, what's the fastest mount that I can get at like level twenty six? Okay, that's what I need to do now. Then because yeah, I'm using that big Nightwing bird thing, mm -hmm. and it, it's fine, but it still takes a while. Yeah, the problem is, is like even if you make one of the mounts that's one of the faster flying mounts, you still have to wait until you're like level like thirty to get the saddle for it. Right? Ah, boo! Yeah. So, 
I'm just walking around like murdering every animal I see now. <laughs> oh. oh, I just I just dropped my like vampire bat dude out there and he just murks everything and then I go pick <laughs> up all the pieces. <laughs> I, set, I set him I have him set for attacking and it just what is one of those like, oh, hey, look, it's a whole flock of something. Oh, look, it's a whole bunch of parts. Okay. Like, Dude, did you, uh, did you, there's like this like coastal area that has a bunch of these like piranha, like they're, they're called like gubbins or like, oh gubbins. yeah, they're goblin things. Yeah, yeah those yeah, things yeah. fuck you up, man. Like, and they ta- attack in packs. Like, you hit one of them and like, yep. a tribe from like all the way across the island just runs over and starts attacking you. And you're just like, what the fuck? And then I got like one shotted by like a not Ralts guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it basically looks like a pokemon uh like the ralts evolution i forget what that name is but yeah he's got like a spiky helmet but he's yeah. like green and, yeah yeah and he just literally one-shotted me and i'm like <laughs> what the hell are you and then i go back to get my stuff and get murked by another one that's behind me now and i'm like son of a bitch <sighs> Yeah, yeah. That that game is can be so rewarding and so frustrating at the same time. Like especially when you run into like a new pal that you're not familiar with, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't. Let's sure, let's try this, and then you just get your teeth kicked in, and you're like, well, I guess I learned the hard way. <laughs> but I've got I've got the alpha, uh, not Pokemon Brontosaurus plant thing. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got that one, and then I've got the big blue dinosaur. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. I've got both, so I've got like two dinosaurs on my team. The Relaxosaurus. Yeah, Relaxosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that thing has heavy hands. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Like, like it's one of those like you, some wolf will come around and like bark at you wrong, and next thing you know, it's just fucking picking fur out of its paws, and you're like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude! Like, yeah. Once you uh, once you get a breeding pen set up and you make a you make a cake the first thing you do is you put him in there with mm-hmm. a ruby like oh. one of those fire the fire deer things uh-huh and they will make you a wolf that will kick everybody's teeth in nice yeah nice yeah Just duly that. duly noted mm-hmm. well gentlemen do we hear sirens i think yeah. there's some sirens we hear, hear some we hear one hell of a siren <laughs> It's spoiler zone time, and uh, we we got some news before the show today that one, Justin Carter, has finished Blue Eye Samurai. So tell me, Justin, on a scale of one to, oh my fucking God, how much did that shit roll? Oh my fucking God. Dude, yeah, right? <laughs> it was so good. Like, it was like a lot of nights Megan and I basically watched, because she watched it we watched it together and like each night it was like, we watched maybe like one to two episodes until there was three left. And that night it was like, Nope, we're watching all like, I'm not ending (laughs) it right here, man. Like we're, we're going all the way. Uh, And man, dude, it was like, I love the art direction. Like I said earlier, dude, the, the castle raid, like each episode, I feel like got like better and better. Yep. Um, and, you know, just the entire uh, like story arc with the princess was really good. Like she becomes like a bit of a badass there at the end. It's just like, yeah, whatever. It's her fucking like creepy ass, like blackened teeth and stuff. 
Oh, the uh, first time you see the black teeth, though, and you're yeah. like, oh, <laughs> she did it. She did yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I thought that was kind of funny. The whole thing with, like, you know, her husband and, like, she thought her husband was, like, this huge piece of shit. But really, he's just, like, a stuttering, like, fucking, yeah. like, gentle leaf in the wind. And she's like, oh, I'm going to break this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then she does all that work to get him. And, like, he ends up just getting, like, uh, the, the whole, like, did you see that twist coming? Which, 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 which twist there's a few yeah. well uh, i was gonna say the, the with her dad um what uh like basically like being oh. in, in the dude's pocket and like trying to set up the revolution like did you see him like because like I, I didn't necessarily but at the same time i completely believed it it was one yeah. of those like oh i probably should have seen that coming yeah but I didn't. I didn't see it coming and i was like okay yeah this makes perfect like as soon as when they went to tell him and he's like yeah, who else did you tell? I'm like, this bitch is about to go over the ledge, man. This guy's <laughs> in on it. Uh, yeah, I was like, he's, she's going to get Shawshanked. Watch out. <laughs> the the guns being smuggled in is like chess pieces and whatever. And yeah, part, like yeah. a leg of a table. And then just getting like Ikea assembled together was so crazy. I was like, damn. Like, uh, that was wild. I did kind of think like if I had any like gripes about anything or whatever it would be the fact that you know the entire time i forget what the main villain the big white dude from ireland or whatever whatever his name was uh they they made him to be like you know this like you know total badass and she like complimented like when the guy had the flower pinned to like his shirt about the like magnificent cut and like whatever but then like when they have the final encounter like he spent most of it running away like she didn't really like sword fight him or do whatever like she got her like shit kicked in by him for like a minute and then mm -hmm. she like got up and then set the entire place on fire and then he spent the majority of that just like running away so i'm kind of hoping in season two that like either a like we get to see like a big fight between them or because we know he is obviously skilled with swords. If like, that's how she like will further improve is basically like training and like fighting with him and like learning his techniques and stuff to take with her. Well, because I don't know. The uh, Fowler is his name. Fowler. Fowler. Uh, the, I think when he's running is because he knows he lost, like not just against her, but the whole revolution. Yeah. Thing, you know, and especially once she lights the town on fire. Um, <laughs> Which, that was so cold, man. Which is like, yeah. like, yeah, your white, your whiteness is showing when you're just burning this village. Yeah. To the ground, right. And it's like, oh, and it's like, I'm sitting there, a white person going, he's not wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is kind of, if I look back in history, this is how he solved a lot of problems. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the, the ending where Fowler lives, I, I didn't see coming to be honest. I, I figured it ended with him dying, her dying or both like is, is honestly how I saw it ending. I mean, that's, that's a pretty, that's pretty ballsy. Cause like, I mean, like, uh, I, I would have expected them like her to kill him and then she would have been like, okay, like now I need to find these other people. Mm -hmm. And like, she would have had the names because like, you know, he gave her the name before she killed him. And then she would have had some place to go. And then that's where this next season would take off is like, yeah, they're going to do a time lapse. She 
you know, basically murdered more of his syndicate until they told him that the next person was in like France. And then she would season two would be her in France, like doing mm-hmm. the same thing with her crew now, because now she's got like, you know, she's got her apprentice and she's got the, the other lady and she's got the dude with the grudge. Um, and they're all just kind of like making their way through France, kicking people's asses. But, uh, well, so now the next season you, pre- you would presume is going to be in London, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that's where you're, you're, you're guessing they're sailing to London at the end of that. Yes. To go find the other guys. And, the crew is not with her. Do you think the crew follows to London? Yeah, because I mean, like, you don't go through that whole growth with her, like realizing that, like, you know, she's part of a team and like mm-hmm. she has people that count on her and she needs to count on these people and they're they're there to help her. Like, they need to incorporate that in some way, shape, or form. Otherwise, I feel like it's just a huge colossal waste of like the whole middle of this season, right? I mean, it's like they put a lot of work showing these characters and developing these people to have them disappear in season two. I I don't think that would happen. See, I don't know about disappear, but I'm wondering, like, I feel like they're going to kind of do like the Game of Thrones approach where everyone's like they're again, like they're separate things going on. And like maybe like one or two of them will eventually like meet up at like some point and like their story threads will intervene. But I'm kind of right. Like, I don't know. I'm interested to see because, you know, she doesn't have her sword anymore. It broke. And then they did the whole thing where she melted it down back into, like, everyone pitched in metal or whatever and mm-hmm. then broke it down. And she's like, I'll come back for this. Uh, part of me thinks that the um, her apprentice, who's now with the sword master, uh, is going to like I don't know how far like if season two is going to do like maybe a slight time jump um, and like he's been trying I almost would say her apprentice and the sword master dude are going to work together and make her a new sword like out of that metal like he's going to be the one to make it and then he's going to go deliver it or whatever like find her to give her the sword if if season two has no Ringo in it we riot that's all I know <laughs> yeah he's dude. good Helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Helpful. <laughs> Peaches. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, oh, oh, that's what I question I wanted to ask you. So the episode that we were alluding to where she makes the staff out of the weights. That around, was badass. Was that not one of the most badass scenes you've ever seen? Especially once you understand the significance of the weapon she makes. Yeah. After she makes it, like with the whole dude, journey with her husband and everything. And it's that just... episode was heartbreaking, dude. Oh. The husband and the mom. And yeah. then like, to find out that she killed both of them. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ, man. And she's walking <laughs> away and just does the boom and I fucking takes them out. Yep. Brutal. Brutal. But man, the look the look on her face though, when she beats him and he's like essentially like terrified of her yeah you're a fucking monster and it was like she went from the highest of highs to just crushed crushed (laughs) and it was like oh man just brutal Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's a good it's a good animated show all the way around like yeah there's no doubt about it but uh yeah that (sighs) 
man, it was a, it was a hard hitting anime. Like, I mean, it is what it is, man. It's it's a good episode. I can't. I I want them to keep that edge going into season two. I almost don't want a season two. <laughs> it's so like it's so perfect. I don't want anything to wreck it. You know what I mean? It's I could just it could just end and I'd be okay. Well, they, I mean that's the thing is like that's kind of why I wanted uh I wanted that dude to die, right? Because like if yeah, they, just if for they some renewed, finality. Yeah, if they didn't get if even if they didn't get a second season, at least you know that dude ate it. Right. Right. So yeah, don't don't you know now that you got the second season, don't screw it up, guys. Just don't. Well, yeah, and that's what was fun in watching it because I knew, you know, there's like the, like, so, because there was originally four of them, right? And she implied she already killed one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there's the three left and then she was supposed to like kill him. And so that was one of my things with watching it was, I was kind of like, where is this going to, like, is there going to be time for her to fit like two of these people in? And then I realized, like, okay, no, this is entire season is just going to be Fowler. Or whatever, but then it's like, yeah, I, I was like, man, I can't have it in there. Like, it has to do like the John Wick thing where she's like working her way up the chain, like higher yeah. and higher to the high table. Yeah, totally. Yeah, <sighs> it's just so good. I'm just scared now. It's like too good, but but I mean, there's a lot of shows that had that. Like, I mean, Heroes, like season one, banger. Season two, sucked. You're like, making my point. Like, this is why I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, you know, you have you you have the roadmap, right? Like, don't and how, like don't and be how like these shows. Dare you bring up Heroes <laughs> in my presence, sir? <laughs> know the scars that <laughs> run so deep. It's because we share those scars, my friend. We share oh. them. Well, and that's why I'm also going to be really interested to see because I think we're getting at the end of this year, we're supposed to be getting season two of Arcane. And mm-hmm. it's, like, it's been like five years since like season one. So and everyone loves season one. So it's like, OK, well, how's like is season two going to stick the landing of that? Like, you know, everyone's going to be rewatching season one again to go into season two. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you go from the end of season one to season two. Like, I mean, that ending was just so good. Do I need to watch Arcane? <laughs> yes. Okay. Wait, you hold on. Pause. You haven't yes. seen Arcane? I have not. Dude, oh, get on dude. that, dude. Watch that uh, shit. It is I, good. All right, so, all right. Yeah, I will tell you right now. Yeah, if you liked Blue Eye Samurai, I really feel like you're gonna like Arcane. Okay, I'm in. I'll yeah, do that. I, I don't even give two shits about League of Legends, like whatever. You don't need to know mm-hmm. anything about it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's gorgeous. It's great. The soundtrack's dope. You're going to love it. Oh, by the way, Shannon, speaking yeah. of speaking of heroes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hero. Yes. The actor uh, Masioka is also Ringo in Blue Eyes. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So there you go. There's a connection. I knew I liked him for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Nissan Versa. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, deep like, cutsy. I'm like also <laughs> speaking of heroes. I'm like, you guys saw the Marvels. Oh, we did. Ooh. Speaking of animated shows, um, <laughs> yeah, that that was a movie. I mean, you know what? This is gonna sound like a slight, and I guess it maybe 
could be taken that way, but it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. Like okay. it wasn't like when you when you compare it to some of these MCU properties they've been putting out. I mean, it's better than the Eternals. <laughs> it's, uh, it's better uh, than Love and Thunder. It was better than Love and Thunder. Okay, I don't have a there. Okay, there are a lot of there are a lot more liberties with this one. I would say, um, yeah. the CGI is questionable in a lot of areas. Um, you know, but I do think that the um, Goose's children like eating everybody when they're trying to get off the ship. Um, that was pretty funny. That is, that's a clutch like segment. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the witty banter between uh, Kamala and um, and uh, and like Carol Nick Danvers. Fury and yeah. Carol Danvers and mm-hmm. like I think the I think the dialogue is like the strong point um, yeah. in a lot of the witty banter aspects. Like it brings you back to that Marvel that you know and love. Um, but I think they, yeah, I think they. In some areas, they went a little too campy, a little too mm-hmm. weird, uh, a little too woke, if you will. Little, but. little. Um, there's, there's just some dialogue where it's like humans don't talk like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, they don't. Um, you could, you could even relay the same message without having a big blinking sign over it saying "message," you know, like <laughs> as you're delivering it. Um, it the and it's really what it is like the screen the the script itself was bad sometimes because the story they told is fine and I think the setting was cool like I liked the the quote unquote villain and the motivation behind the villains and and all that like made a ton of sense to me and um my only so I had this thought. I had this thought, Shannon. Mm-hmm. So the goose stuff, right? Which mm-hmm. was fun. It was fun. The power switching kind of went on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I, some might argue both of those felt like filler in, in a sense. It's an hour and 46 minute long movie. <laughs> um, and which commendable, you know, hey, get in, get out. I'm I'm not here for a three hour Captain Marvel epic, you know, like let's, let's, let's keep it under a tight two. I, I like it. Um, but when you have two sections that really felt like filler and in an hour, 46 minutes, that's when it became, um, it, and the problem was it was noticeable. I'm like, Oh, we're still doing the goose kitten thing like that. This has been 10 minutes of this now. In an hour and 46 minute long movie. Okay. Uh, um, and yeah, the, the montage where they learn the power switching was, was fun. Don't get me wrong. I had a good time with it. They also just seemed to resolve it and move on real quick, which was weird to me. Um, Cause so when the movie starts, Justin, you have not seen this, right? No, he saw it. He's here. Oh, yeah, I saw oh, it. In the oh, you saw it in the theater. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I was I was there day one, man. <laughs> he he was Morbin up the Marvels. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it, bro. <laughs> yeah. So uh 
so you know, like when it starts, anytime one of them uses their powers, they switch places, right? Yeah. Which conveniently puts Kamala in a spacesuit at some point, but you know, whatever. And uh, they just kind of solve the problem by practicing at some point where they're like, Oh, apparently I can, it's like, if the three of us switched at the time, it's like, well, I need to switch with Justin. So I know how to just switch with him now or, Oh wait, now I need to be where Shannon is so I can just switch with him. And I, but it's like, that isn't how this rule set worked at all initially. And so how did you solve this problem? And, and they did, they had a whole montage where they, they played have catch a the ball and jump rope. And they did a yep, whole bunch yep. of things together that required them to switch. And obviously they mastered it during that afternoon. Even Rocky had a montage. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah. They, they mastered it in one afternoon. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. a lot of jump rope in that afternoon, but it was a good afternoon's worth of work and it solved the problem. Um, yeah, I don't know. J- Justin, it, you've been quiet. What was your summation <laughs> of this? Uh, I mean, I thought, I thought it was a pretty good movie. I, I mean, Kamala was like, I think the star to me, like her and her family were hilarious in the movie. Mm-hmm. Dude, her dad trying to sell like life insurance. Yeah. And, like yeah. Fury ship and stuff. To the one dude, and uh, like, I feel like they had a lot of good moments. Like, yes, you know, Kamal was like a little cringy, like, you know, in the beginning mm-hmm. with like the whole fangirling, whatever. But at the same time, it's like, I get that that's kind of what they were trying to do, you know, for like someone her age. And then she kind of eventually gets over that. Um, I do. I do love when Danvers shows up in her room for the first time. Yeah. And she's, she's just like, like looking around like she's like in a serial killer den with all this stuff about her on the walls. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, I also really like the, uh, at the very beginning, the little like hand drawn, like, you know, diary of a wimpy kid ass, like intro and stuff that Kamala yeah. does. And stuff that was really good. Um, but yeah, I overall like I thought it was oh and like the uh, the Disney singing dancing planet I really like I thought that was fun <laughs> yeah that was pretty good and she's like oh yeah you know by the way I'm married and uh, we just have to go and they're like wait you're, you're what <laughs> it's like no nah, it was a political thing don't worry about it and it's like yeah, wait what? no on. but what like and I and and I did like when the prince was like no attack with your scarf. Yeah, like, huh? and all of a sudden just starts beating the piss out of everyone with the scarf. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, and I did like the like, fa- and that's kind of I guess one of the other things I actually did like too was just the fact that uh, you know, with someone like you know Captain Marvel, you know they're so strong, and it's like whatever. It's like okay, well, what's her weakness? And it's like I like that you know her weakness was essentially like yeah, I tried to help these people and thought I was doing good, and instead kind of fucked everything up and ruined it for them. And this is like now me trying to take responsibility and like fix it and admit that like, I thought I knew what was like best for these people and that I was saving them. And instead Mm -hmm. I just like crippled their economy and (laughs) threw them back into the dark ages and killed their planet. yeah, Yeah. Mass genocide by like poisoning their water and like took down their stock market essentially. (laughs) But the uh, 
and I'm sorry, but the end of that movie, that was too easy of a fix. She flew into the star for three seconds and the sun worked again. And then it was just like, well, okay, everything's fixed. Like, wait, Hey, you could have done that the whole fucking time. Like what? Yeah. You didn't even try your plan. (laughs) Like spectrum just threw it off as a quick aside. And you're like, huh? Yeah, I guess maybe I could try that. Like, wait, it's been 20 (laughs) years. You never thought about that. Like, Uh, I did also like the, uh, like, SpongeBob Alaskan bullworm moments of like the water, like we're gonna take the water and we're gonna move it somewhere else. <laughs> like <laughs> move it, like no, yeah, to fix our planet, we're just gonna essentially like siphon your ocean into our yeah. ocean and do. We're gonna whatever. take but, all your air and yeah. uh, it's this like whole planet's like, water. Like well, they will miss a couple <laughs> gallons of water for our planet. They freaking space balls the uh, <laughs> yeah. the air, the atmosphere of. <laughs> it would have been great if they had a giant maid with a vacuum cleaner instead of a. Somebody just in the background suck suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's the portal, sir. She's gone from suck to blow. Um, <laughs> yes, the uh, I, it, like I said, it sounds like I'm being very harsh. It's just. It was it was fine. It was a fun movie. I'm not mad that I watched it or anything like that. It was fine. But it also just speaks to more of what we've been saying about the MCU at large. And they've got a they've got a, a more and more it just they they have a crossroads. It feels like Deadpool 3 is a chance for them to kind of like get on a new direction and I'm curious to see if they take it because I was just like Deadpool three opens with uh, Jonathan majors as Kang, like walking in and Deadpool's like clean his gun and just drops it and it goes <laughs> off and kills him. It's yeah. just like, Oh, I guess it was that easy. <laughs> Cause the MCU, the M has been standing for mid for a long time. And uh, I think it's time they, they need to course correct. That's all. Um, so speaking of mid, uh, I watched Halo season two, the first two, the first two episodes, and and I will say, (laughs) uh, speaking of course correction also, so did you guys watch the first season? I don't remember. Uh, I I made it, I got maybe like four episodes in. Okay. So the first season again was fine. I enjoyed it. It was very much not the video game Halo universe you know they made a bunch of changes you see uh john out of the armor a lot down you know i didn't need to see master chief's ass but you do see it at some point you know like it's (laughs) you know uh but here we are and uh there there was like a love interest you know at, at one point for master chief which was weird uh it, it's they, they went a lot of directions and this season the first thing you notice is they don't have a previously on <laughs> recap okay. because they really need one like this shit just kind of starts and my wife and I had no idea what was happening because we couldn't really remember how the last season ended because it had been so long so I ended up watching the last episode again 
of the first season, just to remind myself what was going on. So this season starts with John no longer has Cortana and, uh, they are on a planet. You hear in the background chatter that the covenant is like glassing planets and they're trying to evacuate people before they get there. And you find out the covenant is on this planet and you see master chief kill like so many people, like so (laughs) many covenant, like it's just ridiculous. And, but then he gets overwhelmed, but then they just leave and then they glass the planet. Right. And the whole thing is like, there's the new boss because the old boss got taken into custody. So there's the new boss who's like, well, why who basically just doesn't believe him, you know, he's like, so why are you still alive? If there were all that people, you got overwhelmed. It's all in your brief, right? In your debriefing. Why, why are you here then? Cause from all accounts, from everyone else, they glassed the planet and you escaped. There was no covenant force on the planet. Like you just got like, so basically everyone thinks like we ripped Cortana out of you and now you're like crazy you're seeing shit right type thing. And he's like, no, 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 no. I, this other person was there that I saved and she was there and she'll vouch for it. And they're like, we talked to her, dude. She doesn't say any of this. Like, no. And so you have this kind of whole thing going on where he's convinced that like the covenant were there to train how to take down this comm center. And then they bounced once they were done, basically training And so he's trying to get his team ready to go like do all this other work. And like, they're sending other teams of Spartans out there and he's like trying to warn people, but they're no, no one's believing him and listening to him and they're keeping him like on active duty. So the second episode ends with basically him saying, fuck all you guys and takes his team to go out there like against orders. And he's like lies to his team. He's like, yep, we're all cleared for duty. Let's go. And they're like, we are. And he's like, yep, we're in a ship. Aren't we? We got a mission. (laughs) Like, let's, let's get out of here. Um, so yeah, you see it shaping up to where like, you're probably going to get Cortana back somehow. McKee is somehow still alive. You see her again, who McKee was the, you know, human that the covenant had working for them. Mm-hmm. And cause she could see the marker and see where the halo was and all that. Uh, we are two episodes into the second season. Still no halo. In the (laughs) Halo show, by the way. Um, But it is very obvious in the second season, they are course correcting. This is much more of an action show now. There is way more, uh, way more video game ass video game tropes in this show than (laughs) in the first one. Uh, They almost seem to just kind of be hand waving a lot of that first season away, which I'm curious because they laid, you know, they introduced a bunch of characters and they did a bunch of plot points and they're kind of just playing lip service to them. So it's like, do you have a plan for any of this or was that just all going to fade away? And we're going to kind of, this is going to be like the first season in a lot of aspects. Now I'm curious to see where it goes. It's not bad. It's not like, it's very entertaining. The fights are good. The fight choreography is great. Um, they thankfully seem to have left the 
rock doom. We're going to show you the first person view. Like you're playing a video game action out now, which God, that was the worst. Like when they (laughs) dropped that shit in the first season, it's like, uh, nothing takes me out further faster than (laughs) than when you switch to this view. It's like, look, it looks like you're playing halo. Like, bitch, I can go play halo. I'm not watching a TV (laughs) show to go play halo. Like, stop. So I'm curious. I'm still watching. I'm still in. I like the, you know, I mean, it looks really good. The set design is great. The character design is awesome. The CG isn't bad. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm watching. So I'll, I'll keep you all updated. Please do. Yeah. But, uh, I found it interesting though, that they just went like, yeah, maybe not so much with that first season. Let's, <laughs> Maybe try some other stuff. This is the first season. This this yeah. one. now. What we'll what see. what first season? What? <laughs> I was like that, or they intentionally didn't do a previously on to make you like, oh, I guess I have to go back and watch season one, try and get those numbers up. Yeah, right. Maybe. But no, I think it was very much a none of that stuff's really gonna matter all that much. So would be my guess. Yeah. Anyone else watch anything else? Uh, No. No. Justin sadly shaking his head. I mean, I I watched a bunch of anime bullshit. Okay. So anyway. um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Well, all right then, gentlemen. I think we have a show. Mm -hmm. So, Justin, why don't you take us in for a landing? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of That Pixel Life Podcast. You know, head on over to Discord. Let us know, do you think it's okay to eat sausage in your bed? What foods do you (laughs) enjoy eating in your bed? And while you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And Zach, if Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say... Guys, even I thought that Super Bowl feet washing commercial was weird. Also, go be great. <laughs> Shannon's on mute. He didn't Shannon's even get to muted. do it. Uh, you oh, idiot. wait, really? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. 